This is the So Worth It podcast, a place where we're talking about growing a business while raising a family, not to mention all of the crazy, fun, and hard stuff that comes with it. I'm sure I don't have to tell you, none of it's easy, but it is so worth it. If that sounds like your sort of thing, stick around. I'm your host, Jackie Ellis. Welcome to the show. Hey there, welcome back to So Worth It. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am happy to be recording this episode about quarterly planning. Might not be the sexiest thing, but I'm going to give you a different take on it today. Recently, my kids, I feel like I've been talking about this a lot, but my kids got out of school. They've been out of school for a couple weeks. But when it was all happening, like around the last day of school, it's also it was also the time where I would be doing my quarterly planning. So a couple weeks before the end of the quarter. But everything just hit me at once. And I felt really scattered and really frustrated. And it just was not a good time for me to be u- using my brain in that way. I couldn't focus on goals or what I wanted to do. There were just too many things going on. And I, f- I felt really bad because my my poor business manager, bless her heart, she asked me to complete like our quarterly planning worksheet. And I kept kind of putting it off, putting it off. And then I just had to finally tell her, I can't do this right now. What she does not know is that I, I just about broke down in tears trying to do it. And when something makes me feel like crying, I know that something is wrong with that. (laughs) Like never does my business make me feel like crying, you know, not, not that many things make me feel, um, that way, but it just felt really overwhelming combined with the fact that I, my youngest daughter was graduating from eighth grade to ninth grade, kind of a big deal. And my oldest was going from 11th to 12th grade. So I was feeling like overly emotional, plus overwhelmed with things I wanted to do in in business and not sure how I was going to move things forward this summer with the kids home. So that made me really reevaluate my quarterly planning process. And I decided to revert back to a system that I used maybe, I want to say maybe like 15 years ago that one of my very first mentors taught me. And his system was called, and he learned it from his mentor, his system was called the 90-Day Wonder. And what I love about it is that it's very simple and it's color-coordinated. Now, it does not get nitty-gritty in terms of like what your specific goals are for the quarter and what you're going to do to achieve them. But it gives me a good first step. It actually eliminated some of the overwhelm because when you can see how much time you have, like looking at your calendar on a quarterly, in a quarterly view, when you can see how much time you do and do not have to achieve your goals, it's a little bit easier for you to decide what you need to do. And maybe that is completely backwards from the way that I should be thinking about things, but Here's what I've learned about that. <laughs> There's lots of shoulds, right? My one of my bosses when I um, 
worked at a yoga studio, she used to always say, it's no good to shit on yourself. And I've always carried that with me, um, that thought. It is. It is no good to shit on yourself. There's so many shoulds that we put on ourselves that we should not. And this is one of them. The way that I decide to run my business is the way that feels good to me. Maybe not the way that I should, but it's the way that works for me. And so instead of sitting down and forcing myself to fill out this quarter, this totally overwhelming feeling quarterly planning doc, I decided to start here instead. So you're about to learn the simple steps that I use to kick off my quarterly planning. Okay. So the first thing that you have to do is invest in (laughs) a very cheap laminated quarterly calendar from Amazon. Okay. It's just quarterly. It's just three months. You can get the whole year if you want. That would be great. I think I got mine for like 12 bucks and then you need dry erase markers. Okay. Get the five colors, like the primary colors. I think it comes with brown and black as well. Okay. That's all. That's all you need. Then stick it up on your wall where you can see it every day. And at least, at least while you're doing your quarterly planning so that you can refer to it. Okay. What we're going to do is we're going to take out four markers. We're going to take out the yellow, the red, the blue, and the green. Okay. And put those markers aside. Now you're going to grab your red marker. This is what we call the red tape marker. And you know what red tape means, right? You don't go beyond red tape. You like, that's the, that's the line. That is the line. We do not cross the line. Okay. So you're going to take your red marker and you're going to mark off all of the days that you are not going to work. All of the days you are not going to work. So this would be holidays, maybe an anniversary, birthday, um, maybe teacher work days if you want to be home with your kids. Um, It could also be just just days that you have something else you are not going to work. Okay. It does not mean that you're going to go out of town on vacation. Like it could, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go anywhere or do anything. It just indicates you are not going to work that day and fill in the square on your calendar with red. Okay. So that's step one, red tape. Step two is mellow yellow. Okay. And this is vacation time. This is where you are going to schedule time to chill. Now, it doesn't have to be a week-long trip to Hawaii. This could be um, an overnight. This could be a day at the lake, you know, drive, you know, an hour away, go sit at a lake somewhere. This could be a spa day. But the intention here is not just that you're not going to work. It's that you're going to intentionally chill, (laughs) which This is a big one for me. I tend to put lots of, well, I don't put lots. I tend to be okay putting red tape on my calendar and then I hesitate to put mellow yellow. And this is just a whole mindset thing for myself. Like I can commit to not working, but I can't commit for some reason to chilling. I don't know. I don't know what it is. So I do my best. I try my best. I mark off some yellow days. Okay. So do it. If you have vacation planned, mark them off. Now you have yellow and red on your calendar and you can see visually what that means for the days that are left to accomplish your goals. 
because the green and the blue colors are the two, the only two colors that you have left to indicate what you're going to do or the days that you're going to spend moving those goals forward. Okay. But that does not mean that every, every day is either going to be blue or green. It can't be that way. And you'll learn why when I tell you what the blue and green stand for. Okay. Because some days you just have to work. Some days you're working in your business and as a leader in your business, you're probably trying to work more and more on your business than in your business. But until you're there where other people are running your business for you, you're still working in it. We just have to pull out some days to work on the business. And that's what your blue and green are going to be. So the blue is blue sky, which is big thinking time days. Okay. And your green is um, green machine, also known as money-making days. Okay. So let's talk about the green machine first, because I think if you don't have green machine days where you are focused on what you're going to do to grow and, and making money, then you don't have a business, right? You have to keep making money. So your green machine days could be something where you're at, you're selling, you're at an event, you are, um, a speaker somewhere promoting something. It could be that you are writing promotional emails. It could be that you are um, delivering a webinar. It could be whatever it is that is either preparing to make that money, like writing the emails, or actually going out and making the money. When you are focused on income, revenue, generating it, that is a green machine day. Okay. And that needs to go on your calendar. So back when I ran a health club, we had days where we were at health fairs. We had days where we were volunteering at like 5Ks races. You know, we would have a booth. Um, We had, what else did we do? Member appreciation events for, you know, retaining our members, that sort of thing. Those were green machine days. Okay. Now, the last color is blue sky days. And it's the last color, but that doesn't mean it's the least important. This is actually the color that's becoming more and more important to me because my blue sky days are the days where I am thinking of all of the green days. I'm coming up with the ideas that will implement on those green days, right? And then the green days are obviously implementing. As a, as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, we have to have this time to think and not be in the weeds. We're in the trenches a lot, right? We're dealing with clients. We're dealing with team members. We're, you know, trying to hang on to ideas that pop into our heads and trying to get everyone on the same page. Like there's a lot of moving parts, but we have to step back out of that. And set aside time, even if it's just an afternoon, you guys, even if it's just half day that you're blocking out for blue, maybe if it's even a half day that you're blocking out for yellow, that's me. Because when I get my nails done, that's just like an afternoon or go to the spa. That's just like an afternoon. You don't have to block out a whole day, but you can look at that calendar on your wall and see this week 
have a yellow mellow day at the end of the week. That's amazing. But that means I only have four days to get all the other stuff done, right? Or I have a blue sky afternoon. So if you start looking at your calendar this way, it actually shows you too how many days you have to focus on your quarterly goals. So when I sit down and I make a list of all the things I want to do this quarter, I kind of group them together in terms of which ones, like group them together, which are um, similar or fall within the same, you know, project or goal or task or whatever. Okay. And, and I try and break it down to just like three to five things this quarter. Now, if it's five things, it's definitely not going to be all five things that are reliant on me to get them done. Other people on the team are going to have to be responsible for some of those things. And that's a real big challenge for me because there are a lot of projects that I feel like are high level projects that require me to fulfill them. And I need to get out of that mindset a little bit. There's really, at this point, there's only a couple things in my business that, that only I can do, right? Recording this podcast obviously is one. You'd have to sound exactly like me (laughs) and have my name, I guess, in order to record this podcast for me. But a lot of the other things in my business, other people on my team can actually do better than me or can copy the way that I do it if that's necessary. So giving up some of those projects to other people on my team really allows me to go from having two projects per quarter and getting them done to maybe having five, maybe even one or two more than that and getting them done, which is really helpful because when I look at that quarterly calendar and I can see how many days I have to you know, focus in this quarter to get something done, once I've blocked off my red tape, and reserved my yellow, my uh, mellow yellow. And then I have my blue sky and my green machine. Whatever's left over is the time that I have focused to, to accomplish those tasks. So it can't be too many tasks for the amount of time that I have left. But that is, that was the approach that I reverted back to after not having done it for, I don't know, 10 or 15 years. Seriously, it's been a really long time. I won't say I haven't done it in that long. I haven't done it consistently in that long. I've done it here and there. I get on a kick, right? I think maybe 2019 was a year that I was like, yes, 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 I'm doing this. And I I actually pinned up my uh, laminated annual calendar across the glass doors of my wine cabinet in the dining room. And everyone in my house was really annoyed, which I thought, who's going to care because nobody else drinks wine in my house except me, right? But everyone was annoyed because there were other things in there that they wanted access to. And so they had to like unpeel it. Oh, you know what? Actually, funny side note here. So I used double-sided tape to tape it up to the glass. And after a while, like if it's humid in the house, which is not typically, so I don't know why this happened. After a while, it'll start to peel a little bit, right? The the laminated um, sheet will, you know, it's been curled up 
being shipped to you. It always comes curled like in a tube type box from Amazon. And then you uncurl it and you have to like really press it down to, to stick it flat onto something. And I guess in the middle of the night, my husband heard it uncurl and drop to the floor and he thought someone was breaking into the house. I slept through the whole thing, but he told me about it in the morning, how how freaked out and pissed off he was to find that it was my calendar. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever live that one down. So needless to say, it's not allowed to go on the wine cabinet anymore. It goes in my office. But anyway, you want it to definitely be somewhere that you see it so that you have a reminder and that you stick to it. Because what's the point in taking out time to do your planning if you're not going to actually follow the plan, right? So let me know. Let me know if you decide to take this route, get your quarterly laminated calendar and your dry erase markers, block off your days and let me know how it goes. You can send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is I am Jackie Ellis. And I hope that this episode was helpful. Maybe you got some ideas for your own quarterly planning. Super, super easy and really great way for the for you know you to to see your upcoming quarter at a glance. All right. I will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks so much for joining. Bye. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. As always, you can find show notes, links, and more over at Jackie-Ellis.com. And if we haven't connected yet, make sure you come find me on Instagram at I am Jackie Ellis and shoot me a DM. Let me know what episode you listened to and what you thought. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for being brave, being amazing, and just being you. I can't wait until next time.